0: SECTION 38 OF A FAILURE OF INITIATIVE. THIS IS A LIBRIVOX RECORDING. ALL LIBRIVOX RECORDINGS ARE IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN. FOR MORE INFORMATION OR TO VOLUNTEER, PLEASE VISIT LIBRIVOX.ORG. THE FAILURE OF INITIATIVE. FINAL REPORT OF THE SELECT BIPARTISAN COMMITTEE TO INVESTIGATE THE PREPARATION FOR AND RESPONSE TO HURRICANE KATRINA BY THE UNITED STATES HOUSE OF REPRESENTATIVES. LAW ENFORCEMENT, PART 3. FINDING. Federal law enforcement agencies were also critical to restoring law and order and coordinating activities. The first priority for federal law enforcement agencies was to implement their continuity of operations plans and locate their affected personnel. Prior to August 30, federal law enforcement worked to prepare their coastal offices for Katrina's landfall. Immediately after the hurricane, These law enforcement agencies implemented their continuity of operations plans and began the process of locating personnel living in the affected areas. On August 26, the Federal Bureau of Investigations, FBI, Jackson Field Office, notified its resident agencies in Hattiesburg, Pascagoula, and Gulfport to implement their hurricane plans. Hurricane shutters were installed, vehicles were secured, Computers were bagged, and safes were locked. The traditional FBI operations of the Jackson Field Office were moved to its Oxford resident agency in northern Mississippi. FBI air assets and personnel who remained on the coast were utilized to determine the damage and security of the Mississippi offices. Within 12 hours after the hurricane subsided, the Jackson Field Office was in contact with all of its personnel the Jackson Field Office established a command post at Keesler Air Force Base in Biloxi. On August 29, the Special Agent in Charge, SAC, of New Orleans surveyed the damage to the New Orleans Field Office. Sixty percent of the top floor was uncovered. Due to the sensitivity of documents housed in the Field Office, the SAC and the four agents remained at the building the SAC ordered the move of the New Orleans Division to the Louisiana State Police Headquarters in Baton Rouge. All FBI personnel living in Louisiana were accounted for by September 4. On August 23, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, ATF, began Hurricane Katrina preparations. ATF headquarters coordinated with field divisions in Houston, New Orleans, which includes the state of Mississippi, Nashville, which includes the state of Alabama, Tampa, and Miami. Headquarters ordered the evacuation of ATF personnel in New Orleans and Mississippi prior to the hurricane, and a list was comprised of personnel who chose to stay on the coast. All ATF personnel leaving the affected area were instructed to contact their supervisors after the storm. Due to the damage to the ATF facilities, a continuity of operations site was activated on August 30 in Mandeville, Louisiana. On the same day, ATF began contacting all ATF personnel living in the affected area. The New Orleans Division Office was relocated to Shreveport, where it resumed responsibility over Louisiana and Mississippi the Biloxi field office was relocated to a public safety compound behind the harrison county sheriff's department the mobile field office was moved to Brooklyn air force base an inactive base in the mobile area atf established a critical incident management response team in baton rouge to coordinate atf operations on august twenty sixth in anticipation of katrina's landfall The New Orleans Field Division Special Agent in Charge ordered the Drug Enforcement Administration's DEA Field Division closed, and all DEA personnel were asked to evacuate the area. The New Orleans Field Division and the Gulfport Resident Office were severely damaged by the hurricane. DEA established teams responsible for locating all Field Division personnel following the storm on august thirty one command centers were established at the baton rouge district office and in mobile dea headquarters chose the office of aviation in addison texas to serve as a logistical command center for the field divisions throughout the country on september one the new orleans field division established an operations center at a high school in mandeville louisiana to house firearms and sensitive items from the New Orleans Field Office. On August 29, the United States Marshals Service, USMS, activated an emergency operations center in Washington, D.C. in preparation for Hurricane Katrina. USMS also placed four operational management teams, OMT, on standby. Following Katrina, The OMTs began accounting for all USMS personnel in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Operational medical personnel were also deployed to the coast to assist USMS personnel. OMT created a command post in Pineville, Louisiana, and Jackson, Mississippi. On August 30, USMS deployed personnel and surveillance planes to survey the hurricane damage to USMS facilities. Prior to landfall, U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, I.C.E., pre-deployed Federal Protective Service, F.P.S., personnel located in Texas. F.P.S. was able to move into the affected area the day after the hurricane to assist FEMA. I.C.E.'s Gulfport office sustained no major damage, and due to backup generators, was utilized as a staging site and provided assistance to I.C.E. employees affected by the hurricane, as well as other state and local law enforcement. From landfall until September 2, I.C.E.'s New Orleans field office worked to account for I.C.E. personnel assigned to the New Orleans, Lake Charles, Lafayette, Baton Rouge, and Gulfport offices, and obtained needed supplies. On August 26 and 27, U.S. Customs and Border Patrol, CBP, ordered the ports of Mobile and New Orleans and the Hammond, Louisiana Air and Marine Branch to activate their hurricane preparedness plans. CBP moved its air assets to Shreveport and Dallas. CBP's mission-critical team relocated from New Orleans to Shreveport, and on August 29 began to locate CBP personnel living in the affected area cbp created a forward deployed operations command center at the air hangar in hammond to coordinate all cbp missions by september four all cbp employees were located while the federal air marshal service did not need to implement a continuity of operations plan for a specific office they are responsible for meeting their nationwide primary mission while coordinating in preparation for severe weather and flight disruptions. In anticipation of these disruptions due to Katrina, FAMS began monitoring the hurricane's track the week of August 21. From August 26 to August 29, Federal Bureau of Prisons, BOP, personnel from the Office of Emergency Preparedness in Washington, D.C., and BOP's South Central Regional Office in Dallas monitored Hurricane Katrina's path. The Office of Emergency Preparedness is responsible for coordinating the evacuation and for supporting corrections institutions in the areas affected by the hurricane. On August 30, BOP opened a command center to help Louisiana Department of Public Safety and Corrections with transporting inmates out of the New Orleans area. While working to reconstitute themselves Federal law enforcement agencies supplemented state and local law enforcement with forces and supplies. While surveying office damage and locating personnel, federal law enforcement worked to assist state and local law enforcement with additional forces and supplies. While it is impossible to account for every federal law enforcement agent or officer who responded to requests for assistance by state and local law enforcement, or even by hurricane victims, there were specific assets brought to bear by federal law enforcement that should be highlighted to illustrate the degree of coordination with entities outside the federal government. On August 30, FBI headquarter officials put their field offices on alert that additional personnel were needed in the affected area. Ten Special Weapons and Tactics, SWAT agents, from the Houston Division, were deployed to New Orleans to assist the New Orleans Police Department, SWAT. These agents brought a boat that enabled them to transport personnel and supplies. On September 1, the Critical Incident Response Group deployed agents from the Dallas, Atlanta, Baltimore, and Houston SWAT teams and hostage rescue teams, HRT, to continue to help NOPD control its affected area. The Violent Gangs Task Force from the New Orleans Division worked out of the Gretna Police Department. Over 30 more agents coordinated with NOPD to back up NOPD SWAT, FBI SWAT, and HRT special agents. The FBI command post at Keesler Air Force Base in Biloxi, Mississippi, communicated with the Mississippi Bureau of Criminal Investigations, the Mississippi Highway Patrol, the Homeland Security Director for the State of Mississippi, and local police and sheriffs to respond to requests for assistance. The FBI was able to create a virtual command center for the Law Enforcement Online Internet site. All law enforcement nationwide were able to log onto the website and receive daily situation reports regarding FBI relief efforts. The first group of ATF personnel detailed to the affected area arrived on September 2. Thirty-four members of Special Response Teams, SRT, tactical teams specifically trained to handle high-risk law enforcement and civil unrest from the Dallas and Detroit field offices, and seven SRT support staff were deployed to Algiers, Louisiana. The SRT members were sent to New Orleans to assist the NOPD, whose SWAT teams were down to 25% capacity. On September 6 and 7, 10 ATF agents were deployed to Biloxi, and 30 ATF agents were deployed to Gulfport. These agents performed investigative roles, as well as assisting local police with firearms-related calls. From August 30 to September 12, 251 DEA temporary duty agents reported from Miami, Atlanta, St. Louis, Houston, and Dallas to provide law enforcement and search and rescue support in New Orleans. On September 4, DEA deployed personnel from the Atlanta Field Division, as well as the Houston Mobile Enforcement Team, MET, self-contained, specially trained teams of 8 to 12 agents that specialize in law enforcement missions involving violence. These agents were then joined by the Charlotte MET on September 5 and the Miami MET on September 7. The METs helped state and local departments in conducting routine law enforcement tasks, including patrols as well as search and rescue missions. On September 1, five USMS marshals from the training academy in Glencoe, Georgia, were deployed to provide security at the Biloxi Airport. USMS deployed an additional four marshals to the airport on September 3. USMS supported NOPD, by working with the 1st and 5th districts in New Orleans and responded to backlogged 9-11 calls. In addition, USMS redirected NOPD National Crime Information Center traffic to the USMS Communications Center. USMS deployed more personnel to Mississippi on September 5 to help local police and sheriff departments. They provided security for 11 search and rescue teams operated a missing persons task force and a task force to locate sex offenders, and protected the Mississippi Gulf Coast's fuel depot in Collins. On September 2, ICE began its support of local law enforcement in the New Orleans 4th District. The 4th District was still populated at that time, as it had not taken on water. The New Orleans Special Rescue Response Team, SRT, ICE's tactical team, was in the city on September 1. SRT teams from Chicago and San Antonio, consisting of 12 to 18 members, arrived the afternoon and evening of September 2. By midnight of September 2, there were over 100 ICE agents in New Orleans preparing to assist in the response to the hurricane. Throughout the week, ICE agents were tasked with patrols and shifts with local law enforcement, worked to curtail looting, assisted with evacuations, and followed up on the approximately 6,000 911 calls made during and after the hurricane. ICE's Tampa Field Office provided three inflatable Zodiac boats that helped ICE personnel assist with transportation for fire departments and medical personnel and respond to rescue calls. ICE agents and logistical teams assisted the Mississippi Highway Patrol, county sheriffs, and city police forces in Mississippi with patrols, rescues, and searches. On the morning of August 30, the Border Patrol's Tactical Unit Pre-Deployment Site Survey Team left for the affected area. This deployment was pursuant to a request for CBP to assist in evacuating the Superdome and for riot control. However, the agents also worked other law enforcement functions and relief operations, such as distributing water, assisting with minor medical care, and helping evacuees onto buses and helicopters. CBP had 100 agents, along with CBP vehicles, emergency equipment, and life-saving supplies, in Louisiana by September 1. On September 2, Border Patrol agents were sent to provide security at the Louisiana State University Hospital, which served as the regional triage center. Border Patrol agents were also deployed to the New Orleans airport to assist with crowd control and security. A day after Katrina made landfall, FAMS responded to reports of deteriorating conditions at Louis Armstrong New Orleans International Airport. The airport was starting to receive evacuees and was therefore becoming a shelter. As a response, FAMS sent personnel, drawing from its Houston field office, to the airport to assist as necessary. Conditions at the airport continued to deteriorate as thousands of displaced persons sought refuge there. There was no food, water, restroom facilities, or security. Consequently, when FAMS personnel began to arrive, they needed to help restore order. On September 1, FAMS began initial deployment, including 54 from the Houston field office, arriving in person by car. Also, by late evening, evacuation flights out of the airport were fully operational. By September 2, FAMS personnel at the airport expanded their mission to include interim law enforcement activities as well as all necessary activities to operate the airport. On September 3, the Secret Service was asked by NOPD and the Louisiana State Police to take control of the credentialing process for state and local law enforcement in the New Orleans area. The need for secure credentials for NOPD was a primary concern, as many police officers had lost their official identification badges during the hurricane. On September 5, the Louisiana Department of Public Safety and Corrections requested that BOP provide 1,000 beds and transportation for Louisiana state inmates. BOP, along with USMS, transferred 964 inmates to the United States Penitentiary Coleman II, Florida. From August 30 to September 7, BOP transported approximately 2,500 inmates or detainees in Louisiana to facilities outside New Orleans. In addition, BOP provided clothing, food, and water from Texas Correctional Institutions to the Louisiana State Police Headquarters in Baton Rouge. End of section 38